Justin, let's talk about the Rugby Championship. It starts in a couple of weeks. New Zealand are away to Argentina on the 9th. A week later, they will take on South Africa at Mount Smart Stadium here in Auckland. Two weeks after that, they will travel and play in Australia. What is the expectation on this all-black team? Um, How much room is there for experimentation, considering that it feels like we still haven't got combinations locked in? Um, and this has sort of been going on for the last three years, knowing that a Rugby World Cup is coming up and combinations are important. Yeah, they are. Uh, but I, I put my stake in the ground last night uh, on TV where after the game I said when we started talking about the Rugby Championship, and I, and I believe this wholeheartedly, that this this is a Rugby Championship and a Bledisloe uh, that the All Blacks just have to approach in a mindset of winning everything and go to the Rugby World Cup with confidence. You know, we've got Australia twice, Argentina and South Africa twice, including the Twickenham game. And the mindset has got to be uh, to formulate um, a game plan, uh, to piece together uh, a really solid uh, starting 23 that are full of confidence and hit the ground running in France because it's going to hit them right in the face at Parc de France come September the 8th, um, if, if we're not ready. So... I certainly feel that uh, they should by now, if I if I know the way the criteria works and I know that the, the system sort of um, is conducive to this, know what their starting 15 is going to be, believe it or not, um, because they will be formulating a game plan. They will be formulating uh, individuals around that game plan and combinations that they feel can go to go, go to these test matches and win them. So... Look, there is an opportunity to do a little bit of experimenting, possibly in the reserves. But what the you know what the hell would um, constantly change in the team between now and Rugby World Cup and throwing different combinations out there, um, not giving people enough time in the jersey do for us. I don't think it'll do anything for us. So I think we've got to approach it from that Argentinian game that that team, barring injury and the odd lack of form, just go through and just get stuck in and hit the and hit that. Tournament with confidence. Okay, Justin, I'm going to just run through the outside backs. Caleb Clark, Amoni Narewa, Lester Whanganuku, Mark Talia, Will Jordan, and I'm also going to um, clearly include in there Bowden Barrett. Who would you start at fullback and who do you think they'll start at fullback? It's uh, a good question. I, I think they've probably gravitated away from Geordie Barrett and, and Bowden Barrett, so you can rule the two Barretts out. Uh, it just depends on what they, they want to do in terms of attack. Now, if they want to show something different on attack than what we've shown in the last two years, where we have gone to Geordie and Bowden Barrett predominantly, I, I feel that they need to go for a McKenzie, uh, Stevenson, Will Jordan type player because they just bring something completely different than what we've seen in the past. Um, in terms of who I would start there, I'm not quite sure. Uh, I do feel that they probably will tend to trend towards using Damien McKenzie off the bench um, because he's just so dangerous. And when he's fresh, he can come on and either at either 10 or fullback, which then puts them in a difficult position of not picking a specialist on the bench at, at 10. Um, whether, that, whether Sean Stevenson being omitted uh, in the first instance will count against him, I would possibly think yes, because he wasn't in there, he wasn't being factored in, was he? So how could you possibly consider him hmm. starting? So I'm probably going to say Will Jordan 
Uh, if you were going to ask me and put my neck on the line, which you just quite clearly did, why? I really appreciate. <laughs> hey, it's just it's just it's just an opinion, mate. You're not a selector. You're not going to be held accountable here. You're close to the game. Well, I think most people are on the same page anyway. Okay, so you're outside backs then. Caleb Clark, Amoni Narewa. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem starting him, even though it was first time in the All Blacks. Mark Talia probably goes in as maybe the dead set certainty on one wing. Possibly. Again, it just depends on the way that the All Blacks want to play. Uh, if they if they can get into the mindset of allowing Lester Fyinganuku to play the way that he plays for the Crusaders, then he should be a shoo-in to start. But that doesn't mean that the way the Crusaders play, Ian Foster and the All Blacks want to play, where they have a winger that is in tight and he will pick and go from a ruck close to the line he will take two to three defenders. Like imagine him and Artie doing that five meters out from mm. the line. Mm. How many defenders would be on the ground? Because they're so hard to pull, pull to the ground. But yes, you lose a bit of your width because that player's not offering himself at times, not all the time, in his natural position. So it's about getting. I'm trying. I want to get my head around exactly what they've talked about and who they want to pick in those positions. Um, I don't necessarily feel that, that some of the players you just mentioned there are in good enough form read into that the way that you should um and and then it's about what they do with rico uh you know i i have i've always said that i feel that we wouldn't be at all disadvantaged by him playing on the wing he's got great experience he's only 26 he's the fastest in the team i don't know if he's quicker than talia but up until last year he was the quickest in the side um he knows how to play the position. He's a great finisher, and it gives us more options in the centres. But, you know, is that their mindset? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure Ian Foster's not going to pick the back line, I would. Yeah, oh, no, no, and no, I agree. But I, I'm with you. I think Rico Awani on one wing, I've got no problem with it. But we know that he's probably going to start at centre. So I guess the question mm. is then, in, in, in your mindset then, it brings up the question of second 5'8", Geordie Barrett, Anton Lennart-Brown. Well, it does, and, and, and that, again, um, does depend on who you pick at centre um, because, you know, the, the, the key the key thing is not picking uh, two like-for-like type players uh, because it's just too predictable. You know, the, the, the Nonu-Smith combination was great because there was one with the, the, just the raw power, the step, the ability for the offload, uh, the, when, when, running, when running hard lines, um, the ability to miss them out, which is obviously Nonu, and then you've got a centre who could be under pressure because the defence is jammed in, but had the ability to give himself time and space and distribute and set the back three alight. Now, you know, that that's what you've got to think about. If you go for Geordie, um, he just runs hard and direct. Uh, I don't feel that he's an awesome distributor. Uh, I feel that he's a good distributor and he's got, a, he's got an offload. Um, post-contact, he's pretty good. Pre-contact, he's not got the skill set of a Anton Leonard-Brown. Um, so to speak. So it's about what you asked me all the way, way back, which is, you know, formulating little units and combinations. And and that's what they've got to get to. What's our combination going to be? And I feel when we had Harvey and Anton Leonard Brown to try and give people an idea of where I'm coming from, because it might sound a bit muddled. When we played Anton Leonard Brown and David Harvey together, they just, they just didn't work because they're both kind of lateral distributor type players. And they tried to use David Harvey then as a battering ram. And they tried to use the, the poor bugger against South Africa as a batting, <laughs> battering ram. And he was running into Delende and Andre Pollard and co. 
and um, Khaleesi, and he was getting absolutely walloped. Um, but that's not the way he plays. But they they need to get they needed to try and get a balance of making sure there was a carrier in there. So it's just it's just getting your head around exactly the way we want to play and what players fit into into that criteria. So who do you start? Um, I would probably go for Anton Leonard Brown. Yeah. Um, which, which is pretty harsh, to be fair, because you know I would equally wouldn't be massively disappointed if if Geordie was to start there. But oh. that that's based on the fact I, I probably wouldn't be starting Rico at centre. I'd be starting him on the wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but this is the great debate, isn't it? And it's a good debate to be having. Um, look, first five eight, Richie Mawanga is going to start, isn't he? The question is who backs him up. You would think so, uh, but but equally, um, I, I know that Fozzie's he is a big fan of Bowden Barrett. Um, he has had him under his uh, wing for a hell of a long time. Uh, he hasn't shown any consistency in pitching, uh, picking Richie Moonga, and I don't feel that that's unjustified because Richie hasn't exactly flourished in that environment and in the last couple of years and under the game plan they've been playing. He's struggled a little bit. He, he's not the same player we saw last night and all year this year for the Crusaders uh, when he's in that all-black jersey. And so um, I think Fozzie knows that he can get a different type of player out of Bowden Barrett. Um, look, you ask me, I would say yes. But in my mind, knowing what I know, it, it, I, it wouldn't exactly knock me off my feet if he started Bowden. Because it just, it just seems to be something that he doesn't dismiss because he feels he can get the best out of that player. And Aaron Smith, clearly a halfback. Yeah, the bench is the fascinating selection. You know, like, if Aaron Smith was to fall over uh, in the first 10 minutes, you know, um, would you be confident of bringing Cam Roygaard on, uh, given that he's played no test rugby? But yet, in my mind, um, I was in that I was in that position uh, where I, I had a coach that was confident enough that I could go out there and do the job and started me in a test match when I'd not played a test match before, you know, mm. and, and a really important one against France that we needed to win. And it was his last game as All Black coach, which is Laurie Maines. I, I, would, I, w- I would want to see that type of player in my mix because I feel it enhances their game plan and it makes us harder to defend. But you, bring, you take off Aaron Smith, you're pretty much getting a slightly different version of Aaron Smith with Finley Christie is my point. 29 minutes away from two. Uh, you can find the programme on 0800 150 811. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll look at the forwards who I think probably picked themselves. I'm not sure the forward discussions is probably as um, ambiguous perhaps as picking a back line. I don't actually think I picked anyone anyway. Well, I, I just threw a <laughs> Oh, no, around. I think, I, I, no, I look, Reem, Reem, I, I can name your team. I can name your team. You've got Will, Jordan, you, you've got Will Jordan at fullback. You've got Lester Fyanganuka on one wing. I think it's quite clear you've got Rico Awani on the other. I'm not sure who you've got at centre. Um, maybe that's the one position we haven't sorted out just yet, but we certainly, I think we've got Anton Lennon. Anyway, mate, it's, it's, it's a great discussion, isn't it? And that's what it's all about. It's, it we're not picking the team, though, are we?